Hey, good late afternoon. Normally, I would say this is the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show, but maybe it should be the almost 5 p.m. a.m. Master Scrum Show. But hey, it's me. We're on. I uh, got busy this morning, couldn't do a show, but I wanted to do a show and share some th top thought processes on sprint reviews where let your team shine, you know? Um, don't become a gate gatekeeper for the sprint review. And I'm going to share a couple of things you could do, some ideas and maybe some whys on how it helps uh, the people on the team as individuals get through their career path, right? And it gives them some attention, some recognition that they can get through the through the year. And, and, and it's a good feeling. And I'll give you some examples of what I'm talking about here. So it is the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. Sorry, it's late in the afternoon. Oh, by the way, at around what's five, around six six thirty, I'm gonna start introducing. I'm gonna see maybe it'd be eight o'clock. I have to figure out what time it is. Is it gonna be six six thirty or eight o'clock? I'm gonna be posting up interviews, and today I'm gonna have an interview that someone interviewed me that I'm gonna share as a starter. And then next week I got some interviews coming up, but I want to give them a little more heads up on the process and you all so you can listen to these interviews that I have done and I'm inviting more people. So if you want to do an interview with me, be on the show and you got some topic you want to share, reach out to me on any of the social media engines and I'll be happy to um, do an interview and share what you know or product you have related to Scrum Agile Change or help improve anybody and help them in their process. So with that, let's get moving. Let's get rock and rolling. So as we talk about bringing value to customer, not working so hard, we're going to touch on that and have a little fun along the way. I'm going to cover all three of those topics and why you should let your team shine when doing sprint reviews or planning for sprint reviews. Okay. So there's a lot of companies I've been to, a lot of places where they think the product owner or it's Scrum Master or somebody who always does it should always do sprint reviews. And I want to say, if possible... Get away from that as soon as possible. <laughs> Two possibles in a sentence. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. So the reason why I say that, many ways, many reasons. One, when it gets you out of the having to do all the presentations during uh, the review. And I do push that I think um, clients or stakeholders should actually operate the, the product during the review, but sometimes you need someone to introduce it and then have one of your operator or stakeholders operate it. And this way, a couple things, a couple things happening here. By allowing people to present, it will help them with their career, right? You're looking out for them. Uh, they'll get kudos for it. They'll show they work and it won't be just going through you. And those people here, a couple of things. This is a selfish thing about it a little bit. It's selfish for yourself as a scrum master product owner or manager. When it comes to review time, it's not only you who sees the work that they do. They're not dependent upon you 100% to convey up the chain how good they did on their work, right? This gives you a little bit of relaxation. So, you know, it's not just me you have to share with. You have to share with other people. So it gets you out of the single point of failure loop on that review period. Therefore, it's they can't take it out all, all out on you if they don't get a good review or, they, or no one recognizes what they do because it's their job also to share 
what they did. And it's handy. I'll be honest with you. Anything you can keep yourself out of loop of that chain, go for it, right? So that is one benefit. It helps the individual person or people or team of people that put together a product to share and get recognition for it. Another reason why sometimes it's nice person. Hey, great job on that uh, demo you did today or that part product you delivered. I really appreciate that. Then all the stakeholders see it. And it ain't just you having to give the person recognition. It's everyone who saw the presentation. So it's a good thing, right? And it makes it fun. It makes it happy. The more that happens, the more people are willing to do it. Now, what I'm saying here is that when you have these points when other people should do it, you should really encourage them to present at the review and you come up with different ways and you can go meet people one-on-one there's one way where you can choose what things to present now i would at first you might have to do that and encourage you might have to encourage people to present because they're really scared they don't want to do it yada 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 but what i would also suggest and this is if you can do it if your team's up for it and even if they're not up for it i would create the opportunity for this occur and this is what it is. In your communication channels, your chat, your text chat, your Slack, your Microsoft Teams, whatever, create a little sub-channel for suggested um, sprint review materials or items that we want to demo at sprint review or go over with the stakeholders. Have the team members enter stuff in there. Why do I say that? One, in the future, it's a self-organizing team and you're not the one going out there and asking them what they want to present or go getting them Two, it's, it sets up a two way street. You're not the only one responsible for identifying and pulling people's teeth to go do present presentation at sprint review. They can also suggest you what they would like to present at sprint review. That way it's a two way street, right? It's not all dependent upon you. You're not the single point of failure. This is less work for you. This is doing less things to get the value that you need. Now, one of the other things that benefit of doing this, the team can now vote on which items they would like to present. Maybe there's a reduced time. I've been in a thing where we had 10 teams, all 10 teams presented. Uh, you had to choose which item of the 10 that you want to present. Or you have to choose one of many things because there's just not enough time to get all 10 teams done their demo in an hour, hour and a half. So what I did is I had the team vote on which one they would like to do. Now, if you have these ideas in a Slack channel or Teams or whatever, and the teams can put emojis, give thumbs up, and vote on the ones they want to do. And whatever ones have the most votes. You check with the team. Is that good? Does look good? We're going to do these three. Everyone okay with that? And everyone knows. So it's a good way. Now you also might want to make sure you mix it in so that everyone gets a chance to present. You might say, hey, so-and-so, well, Greg hasn't had a chance to present yet. So maybe we should let Greg go and present one of these topics. Or maybe that Greg would be the one to represent the team today, right? So now what this does is it gets you out of the loop gets into self-organization, gets the team to take over the sprint reviews, get them to shine on what they want to do and participate and feel like they're an active part of it. And it's just not something dictated them to do. This will help the sprint review process go better. It'll give the people some 
career credibility, that they are an expert at what they do, and people appreciate it. And people, I'll be honest with you, they have to learn to present their stuff. You can't do it all for them. You're not their mom, right? Well, they would think you would, you're their mom, maybe. I don't know. Um, but anyway, this is a great way of getting them involved. So I wanted to share that with you as an opportunity to get your sprint reviews where it's more of a self-organizing sprint review, getting the team to volunteer things they want to present at the review and also maybe vote on what topic they want to do if they want to keep it down to a minimum amount of time. And it makes it better, to be honest with you. And it gets you out of the loop, makes your work life less in the future. And you can concentrate on other bigger, better things that you can work on besides who's going to present at the sprint review. <laughs> it doesn't take long to ask the question. Um, so that's a great way of doing that. So I wanted to share that with you today on our three R Thursday, where we talk about requirements, reviews, and retros. I thought that would be a good item um, to help people with their careers because it is end of year. A lot of reviews going on, setting up. And think about it this way. You can put in people's um, personal development plans or whatever their goals are for presenting at these sprint reviews. How many should they present at? Like every couple of three, two out of three uh, sprint reviews you should be presenting or some kind of number and the team can agree what should be that number and make part of their evaluation. They don't present, they don't get credit. And this all gets you out of that whole thing. Greg didn't tell anybody how good I was. And it's all his fault that I didn't get a promotion. Well, no, it's actually your fault because you had opportunities to share with the whole world what you do. You may be a little bit shy, but we all have to do it. That's how we progress. That's how we get pay raises. That's how people like, you know, oh, should so-and-so get a raise? Well, yeah, they presented a few times. Yeah, I like that thing they presented. That was really valuable. Let's give that person a pay raise. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Anyway, so I wanted to share that with you. I hope it's good. And don't forget, tonight I'm going to start broadcasting out the interviews. I got a couple. I got mine that I have. I got to tweak it a little bit before it goes out. I'll pick on the time I have it on my calendar. So that'll be a regular cadence. So I'll pre-plan it, um, pre-posted in the systems, um, give a little heads up. And then what I'll do is post it. So it'll be pre-interviews going up. So you don't have to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning to do these interviews. I interview people on Friday nights, Saturday mornings, in the afternoon, different times at night when they're not working anymore and stuff like that. And we're going to share people about that involved in change, involved in Scrum and Agile, different roles, got managers, product owners, Scrum masters, and Agile coaches like me, and people that offer products that may or may not help the team and maybe even some developers and what they see, how they see Agile work or not work with them. And maybe well, there'll be a debate in this conversation. Who knows? So I hope you have a good good afternoon because we are almost 5 o'clock instead of 5 a.m. And uh, we'll see you later tonight. And then again tomorrow morning on Fun, well, on fun Friday. I got to think of what I'm going to do for Fun Friday. There's always something fun to do, though. Never, never a dull moment here on the 5 a.m. Master Scrum Show. Take care, everyone. Have a great day, and we'll see you. Bye. Or